Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross cultural communication skills so that you can connect more deeply with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we have a special guest, my friend Yao. Yao is a restaurant owner. He owns a few restaurants in Yokohama Chinatown, so Chukagai right next door to this classroom where we are recording this interview. So, Yao, welcome to the podcast and thank you for making time. Hi, neighbor Dave. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me over to your podcast. Well, I guess we are neighbors. You're just right across the river. Yep, that's right. So, Yao, how has the pandemic impacted your restaurant business and all of Chinatown? You have some inside perspective. It's a disaster. Disaster? Yes, it's a disaster. I still recall the day、uh, that was a third of February 2020. Uh, do you remember a cruise called Diamond Princess? Of course I do. Which stopped at Yokohama Port. Since that day, the business just went very, very bad. So, how did that influence the business?、Uh, as everyone knows,、uh, Yokohama Chinatown is a famous tourist site. So, everyone was scared of coming to Chinatown because most people know that the Majority of people who work in Chinatown from China are very scared of getting infected from Chinese people. I did hear a story from one famous restaurant. They received a letter anonymously, and the letter was saying that they get out from Japan, you virus or germs or something like that. Something very, very horrible. So there was some Chinese discrimination. Yes, there's a lot of, like, yeah. Discrimination toward Chinese people. I'm sorry to hear that. It must have been difficult for a lot of business owners and Chinese people in general in Japan and all over the world. Yeah,、um, thank you for saying that. But at the same time, I also understand for Japanese people that they must be very scared of this new virus that we, we've never experienced. We don't have any cures yet, that time, back in that time. My business is pretty okay comparing to with other restaurants. And because first like 10, 15 years in, China, in Chinatown, the restaurants like the mainstream is all you can eat. And all you can eat restaurants,、uh, their main customers are like tourists. They don't really have regular customers. And since like these tourists aren't traveling to Chinatown, so their business is more affected than my business. So, your restaurants are not all you can eat? I would say my restaurant is more like authentic Chinese restaurant. Ah, okay. I would say that's how I categorize it. I might be wrong. So, what's the difference between all you can eat quality and a restaurant like yours with more authentic cuisine? Okay, all you can eat restaurants is low budget. It's like one person under 2,000 yen ish. And that comes with、uh, beverages and all you can eat. You can order like 120 dishes to like 150 dishes.
And I hate to say this, but what they're providing is frozen food. Frozen? Yeah. Just de- they de- just defrost and then serve it. So、uh, do they fry it or put it in the microwave? They just put it in the microwave. Well, they do some star, like, star frying, but the f- I mean, it's already made from the fa- factory. So. Okay. Yeah, they're not really cooking it, they're just heating it. So they just cut open the plastic bag and put it in a bowl in the microwave. Yeah, not every single one of、um, all you can restaurants are doing that, but majority are definitely doing it. Okay. That's what I hear from people from Chinatown. Okay, very interesting. So, wh-、uh, what have you done to adapt to the pandemic? We have done Uber Eats. We did start takeaways. But more importantly, that the, how we negotiated with local banks are very important. Can you explain that? Yeah, because, like, as I, as, as I said earlier, the, the February the 3rd, 2020, because of the Diamond Princess cruise stopped at Yokohama port, our business was largely affected. So, local three banks of Chinatown, I'm not going to say the names, but they Uh, came to each restaurant and offered、uh, new loans with low, very low interest, and that really saved Chinatown. And I still cannot you know, say a word to how to thank them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, what days of the week or times of the day have been impacted the most by the pandemic? Nighttime. I mean, the evening. Right. Dinner time. Well, because like Chinatown is right next to Kanai, where a lot of business buildings and offices are. So there are people who go to these offices for work and they just come to my restaurant for lunchtime. So lunchtime is still busy actually. We're like, you know, seeing this one year and a half, seeing number of customers. It's not that changed. Okay, so mostly evenings. What about weekends? Weekends,、um, during state of emergency, the first one, the second one, business、uh, pretty much like was nothing. I couldn't really see the point of opening it. So, did you close for a while? We did not. The first time, first state of emergency, we did close for two months. And then the second one, we opened from, uh, from, uh, from the afternoon to 3 p.m. ish. In until the afternoon, because we knew that, that no, no, like no one's coming to eat dinner in Chinatown, so we just focus on lunch times. Okay, and you have several employees,、uh, I understand. How were you able to support them during this time? Aren't a lot of them from China and here on work visas? Yeah, that's right.、Um, we didn't really cut anyone. Because we were subsidized by the government.、Uh, it's called Employment Adjustment Subsidy. Okay, so you received the subsidy? Yep.、Uh, so, so we basically paid、uh, their wages and also paid this like, money from this subsidy. So you were able to pay their full wage or adjusted?、Uh, I would say they, it was cut by 25% ish. Okay, so everyone had to kind of take a cut. But you were able to take care of them and give them at least the basics. We are trying our best because they are in Japan with working visas. So if they are not working and they have no permission to stay in Japan, and under this circumstance,、uh, this COVID crisis, it's not easy for them to get a new job. 
Right. So I think it's a company owner's responsibility to take responsibility to maintain their lives. Right. As you adjusted to do more takeout service and Uber Eats, how much did that increase your business or how what percentage of your business was takeout? <laughs> so it's not that much. Okay. Yeah. So only a fraction of your total sales. Yeah. Um, I got to say, it's like takeout with takeouts. Chinese food is not that convenient. I mean, today I had customers, um, they did have takeouts. Uh, it's like Nimayen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so quite a lot of food. About oh. 10, yeah, 10 different dishes. Okay. So, yeah, at 20,000 yen takeouts. So okay. there is demand, but not that much. Do you see any bad examples of how people have adjusted? I said earlier that three banks offered low interest, low, low interest loans. Right. There's one restaurant which just opened end of the year of 2019. And that loan requirement was that the business has been open at least one year. So they won't qualify, so they just closed after like two months of opening the restaurant, which was very, very sad to see it. Speaking of this uh, employment adjustment subsidy, this subsidy is that the company applies to the government and then the government provides money and we are supposed to be uh, providing them money to each employees. But then uh, very bad, uh, heartless company owners, they are not providing the money to their employees. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just hold everything. Right, so there is a power dynamic with business owners who do suffer but also get subsidies but sometimes they don't pass that money along to the most vulnerable which are their workers who get paid what minimum wage yeah uh, well they're not even really paid they just provide their their accommodations their apartment and then because they are restricted by working visa so the company owner says something like um okay well you uh, you want this like um uh, this subsidy. Okay, if you give them money, and then we're kicking you out. And then if you don't have a visa, how can you can stay in Japan? You can't even go back to China on this situation. So there's a real power dynamic and kind of uh, abuse towards some of these workers. That's horrible. Yeah, that's wow. right. Threatening, uh, threatening their employees. What percentage of workers in Chinatown do you think face that kind of abuse? I don't really want to think about it, but mm. there are numbers. Not in quite a bit of numbers, right. I would say. Yeah. So it's quite common. It's, yeah, unfortunately, it's quite common. Okay. Well, I'm glad your business is treating your employees as best as you can. It said human resource, and resource means something beneficial. That means we have to secure their lives. Right. To keep our business as well as you know, just being a person, being a being you know being human. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, uh, during a an emergency like this, a pandemic, people can either react in a very negative way where they only protect themselves with scarcity mindset, or there can be an abundance mindset where they actually make a sacrifice to care for the whole team, the whole group. Um, so it's good to see a positive example from you. I'm not going to call myself a saint because in case that this uh, crisis continues and we have to cut our employees in the future. But 
as far as like you know, as long as we can save their lives, then we just save their lives. Right. Yeah. Of course, you can only do what you can, but at least you're trying your best. Yeah. Right. I hope the situation goes goes well after vaccinations. Yeah. Yeah. So how will the vaccinations and the Olympics affect Chinatown? Restaurants. Oh, I don't want to think about it, to be honest. Seriously, I really don't want to think about it. Olympics is definitely happening. Somehow the politicians are very obsessed. Uh, that's what I'm seeing, witnessing on TV. I think the politicians just love sports so much. They love it. I think they, they, I think they love money, not oh, oh, sports. Oh, money? Okay, yeah. well, may, maybe money too. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And then I think it's like how how much people I don't think there is giving any any tourists coming to Chinatown by Olympics. I mean it's like restricted, right? No audience or something. I'm not really sure what the latest is.、Um, so that was originally what they planned, right? Yeah. But I thought they talked about switching it. Yeah. So I, I have no idea what the latest information is. I'm a bit confused、right. as well. Right. And、uh, there's going to be some kind of event. At Yokohama Stadium, right by Chinatown, right? Yeah, that's what I'm scared of as well. So perhaps that could influence some influx of people from different places. There might be a little boost to local economy for just a second, I think, and then what would be the aftershock? Probably of, just the virus. Yeah, right. This dropping, like you know, there are like me, not millions, but like a lot, of, like ninety thousand people coming all over the world. Uh, for the Olympic games, like TV crews and stuff. So if they spread viruses, and then there might be—I I saw news that this Japanese doctor is saying that, that there might be Olympic vi- variant. Olympic variant. Olympic variant. Like、yeah. a super powerful athletic variant that、uh. can speed across the whole country really fast, like a torch. Something like that. <laughs> well, that might be. That's just a possibility. But there will be a lot of variants spread in Japan. Wow.、So、that's gonna cause a lot of impact to the economy and also the recovery to the economy.、Yeah. So, not、wow. seeing a good future. Yeah. So we can just cross our fingers and hold our breath as we think about the Olympics and what that will do to the potential spread of new variants. Yeah, as you look back on the pandemic, the past year and a few months, what are some key insights that you have learned about what kind of mindset we should have about business and innovation, creativity, adaptation? Well, it's being said that do not put every single egg in one basket. Same principle. Just don't focus or don't do business just in Chinatown. You have to find something else in case something like that happens. Something, something I learned. So diversify your investments as much as possible. Exactly, and also find another way of distributing your、uh, food business with like different way. For example, just work with different companies.、Uh, make your own like frozen food. Because Chinatown does have its branding of Yokohama Chinatown, which is like the largest Chinatown in the world, and also everyone. I think every, I hope everyone knows in Japan that the, where Yokohama Chinatown is has got a popularity, so it does have its branding image. So if you work with other companies and just create your own dumplings, like frozen dumplings, 
or just work with other companies to create your like special sauce of your restaurant right. and distribute it. You cannot just stay in China and then try to get money from China down. Right, and you've done that, right? You've tried to diversify through different special recipes that you sell and different services. We are trying. We're not saying that it's hundred percent succeeding and we're very happy and we are rich, but we do. We are working, and we did work with other companies to distribute our food with different, different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also sell frozen food and. We do have an offer from a company. They are interested in creating our frozen food as well at the moment. Oh, that's great. Well, I wish you the best of luck on that. Yeah, fingers crossed. So what has been a mindset or attitude that has kept you inspired or hopeful or sane during this difficult time? Well, if there's a winter, there's going to be a spring. So just wait and do whatever, you know, as much as you can, but don't do too much because if you invest too much, you might not get the return. So it's quite hard to how much you should just, you know, wait and how much you should make a move. So, yeah. So how do you know what to do? To be honest, I just really don't know. Whatever offer comes to my uh, my my restaurant, for example, there's like one salesman came to my my um, restaurant asked me that are you interested in this like IT consulting service, which they charge me like uh, fifty thousand yen per month, and then for with the initial fee uh, they charge for like how much was it? it was like ridiculously expensive amount of money, and then I told the salesperson like okay. Thank you very much for offering this very interesting uh, your product or service, but at the moment we don't even have customers coming to Chinatown, so I cannot really see the point of using your service. So there are bad people that are trying to rip you off during this uh, COVID crisis. So you have to really carefully choose the food to food to work with and food to avoid. Right. So we have to keep our eyes open. Try to keep things diversified and also wait for the spring after the winter. Yeah, probably my next spring things will gradually slowly get better. Well, I hope so. I hope so too. It's yeah. good to end on a hopeful note. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Yao, for joining us on the podcast. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm sure. I'm sure all the listeners have appreciated getting an inside view. To Yokohama, Chinatown. I hope that the, you know one day that things were just settled. This coronavirus like crisis is settled. Like expecting like a lot of customers coming to Chinatown, having a good time. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. To all you listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. If you are enjoying this podcast, please feel free to subscribe and give us a rating to help share the podcast with more people. If you are interested in using English to expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills, you can join a free trial in our class in Yokohama Motomachi. Or online.
If that sounds interesting to you, you can click the link in the show notes or visit our website at bridgebeyondenglish.com. We'll see you next time.